0: This is Philly Drone Tech with Tom Brunt. Sponsorship provided by Aweber.com, GetFlywheel.com, and Wistia.com. Hello, welcome to another edition of Philly Drone Tech here on the phillytech.org netcast network i'm tom brunt well i've got a lot of uh interesting news to talk about today uh basically most of it concerning the faa um but before uh before i get into that and uh reveal what the the big news is uh, i'll talk a little bit about uh, what i've been up to lately uh you might remember my last uh my last podcast I mentioned that I have my, my beloved uh, Humpty-D uh, Phantom 1 uh, going under the knife to have uh, be completely upgraded. Uh, I, I mentioned that I, I put him in a new shell, I got a new updated controller board for him uh, and added a, a, a telemetry display into my uh, FPV monitor and uh, well I'm happy to say that uh, it went uh, successful and here he is he's uh, all back together and once the weather finally improves where it's uh, above uh, zero here in the philly region uh i can uh, take him out and uh, test him and uh, start getting back to work i've got a number of projects that uh, uh have been kind of handed to me so uh, I'm, I'm ready to get back to work with uh, humpty d uh speaking of him Uh, Because of what I'm about to talk about with the FAA, uh, uh, I had uh, contact with my local newspaper, the uh, Intelligencer up in Bucks County. Uh, They uh, came out to the house with a photographer and interviewed me about my thoughts with uh, uh, drone technology. So uh, some good positive press that uh, you'll be able to see. I'll leave a link up on uh, how you can look at that uh, that, uh, article there. And uh, I'll also uh, post on my uh, Twitter account at uh, Drone Guy Tom. So I'm looking forward to that. So now let's get uh, underway with the news. Uh, The FAA, seemingly out of nowhere, it was uh, Sunday, February 15th. They finally did it. They uh, released what's called an NPRM, uh, Notice of Proposed Rulemaking. Uh, These are the rules, folks, that they're coming up with uh, to allow for a commercial market. and. From what I've read online, uh, from those who have been following this, it's actually, it's pretty good news. They, they may have gotten this one right. Uh, so anyway, it's a, it's a big read. Um, it's about, uh, it's well over 100 pages, but uh, surprisingly in speak that, uh, you know, us mere mortals can understand. It's not uh, exceptionally uh, legal speak. Uh, so to say. So uh, it's, it's, I definitely recommend that you uh, take a look at it and, uh, and see what you think. One thing that they're uh, allowing is they're asking for public comment. Uh, an NPRM basically is open for public content, comment for 60 days. So I am um, definitely uh, putting all my thoughts together and sending in my public comment, which uh, I will I'll talk about later, and uh, you'll get to see what my public comments are. So anyway, let's talk about what the uh, rules have to say. Well, um, gone is the full pilot's license. Um, thank God, uh, that's, that's gone. Uh, gone is also the full medical certificate. Um, what you will uh, be getting is what's called a, uh, an SUAS Operator Certificate uh this is uh, you you will get this by passing a written test uh what they're saying is that the test will have to do with uh, testing you for basic aeronautical knowledge uh, they want to know that uh, you understand the uh us airspace so that's that's what the test is and what to do if they're going to give you probably scenarios think of it like a written driver's test i'm pretty sure that's about what it'll be like and it will only cost a couple hundred dollars to get this license not thousands or tens of thousands so that's very good news um uh, let's see you will also be retested every two years Uh, they do that for pilots as well so they want to make sure that you've retained the knowledge to fly your craft Uh, so what are you allowed to do well uh you you will be able to fly line of sight only um but you can use an observer on the ground you, you you're not required to but you can use an observer to look at the craft at all times and you can place the observer where they can have a better view of it than you can but they are still limiting it to i think uh well they're not really limited they're limited to a, a line of sight so uh that's they're not really saying like how far that is but uh with an unaided eye Uh, that's about as far as you can fly but you can use an observer which can extend your distance a little bit. Uh, It's daytime only, no night flights. Uh, This is interesting though. Um, The uh, hobbyist rules uh, had a a maximum height of 400 feet. They're allowing 500 feet. Uh, 500 feet uh, encompasses all of what's called Class G airspace. Uh, That is from 0 to 500 feet above the ground. And their reasoning for this is the fact that uh, airplanes, uh, uh, except for their ascent and descent into an airport, cannot fly any lower than 500 feet. So the risk of hitting an aircraft is extremely low uh, at 500 feet or, or less. So there, there we go there, 500 feet. Um, this is an interesting one. Uh, they're allowing a maximum speed of 87 knots. Now, if you don't know how fast 87 knots is it's pretty darn fast it's 100 miles an hour so uh i don't know of any uh craft we have currently that uh you know is going 100 miles an hour uh, line of sight too uh, that's a very quick flight but uh, anyway they're they're opening up public comment on that whether that's uh, too fast too slow Uh, it's kind of negligible I think um, at least for a a lot of applications Um, but you know it might be good for things in the future uh, but a hundred miles an hour uh, below 500 feet seems pretty fast so uh, we'll see what happens with that Um, basically uh, avoid aircraft Uh, if you come across that you're in the flight path of an aircraft what they're basically saying is you get out of the way They have a couple of rules that they're going to talk about to have, you know, they want to make sure that you know how to basically mitigate uh, damage and catastrophe. Uh, But they are acknowledging that the size and weight of these things are small in such that, you know, a crash is not going to be like an airplane crash. So uh, they've acknowledged that. Uh, which is, is big news. It it allows uh, uh, this is going to allow a lot of commercial use to take off, uh, pun intended. Um, other things you cannot do. Uh, you you still cannot fly over people. However, uh, they can be undercover or uh, directly involved with the flight. I'm not sure if that means like say an example of a movie set. Uh, can you if everybody in the scene is part of a movie set? Is that okay to fly over them um, if you're flying in a public area it's up to you to alert people that you're doing so and ask if they're okay with that so that's that can that's pretty good um, cannot drop any objects from the craft so you know any little stunts or, or gimmicky uh, publicity stunts nope can't do those um, a medical certificate like what they required for the uh, exemptions uh, is not required now Uh, however you will have to comply with the current uh, drug and alcohol use as it pertains to all pilots Uh, so no drunk droning now keep in mind this is all for uh, if you are doing this commercially this uh, doesn't really address a lot about hobbyist use Um, this is all about commercial so which is, is pretty much what everybody was waiting for. I mean, the hobbyists are, can do what the hobbyists do now, um, but uh, they've, now this will uh, fully allow a marketplace to take off. Uh, I'm very impressed and kind of surprised that it, it turned out this way because uh, all indications were they were gonna get very heavy-handed and hardly allow for anything to happen. So that's uh, that's very good. Uh, they are also uh, one of the, the public comments uh, that they're asking for help on is they're considering a separate license class for a micro UAS. That's a craft that's four point four pounds or less. Um, this is close to four point four pounds. So would would a Phantom? be part of this I don't know but certainly a lot of the smaller uh, crafts uh, there's they're making smaller crafts that can still fly a couple hundred feet and do some things so they're considering a different class of rules to apply to those crafts since they are so small and so light the risk of damage or injury is is even lower still than the, the 55 or pounds less class that they're putting a uh, small UAS uh, in. Let's see, what else got to tell you about this here? Um, what I mentioned before, they're asking for public comment, uh, uh, allowing, uh, and they specifically ask, you can, you can talk to them about anything, but they're specifically asking for uh, input as far as allowing uh, non-line of sight in certain, certain situations. Um, and allowing nighttime in certain situations. Uh, um, I'm planning on chiming in that, uh, yes, they should. Maybe not in every situation, uh, maybe for doing like photography, no, but search and rescue, uh, limiting search and rescue to daytime and line of sight only uh, is kind of defeating a lot of the potential of the search and rescue. Also say, uh, using it for kind of like a reconnaissance over a large fire if you can only fly line of sight at night, you know, that's a little tough. Maybe, um, maybe what I'll suggest is that you can fly line of sight, but a lower lower height, not 500 feet, maybe 300 feet, which I think search and rescue isn't gonna wanna be really that high anyway. So uh, that's one of the things they are asking about. Um, and they're also asking about things like the speed limit and if, if that is, uh, you know, if that's, that's okay um again that's kind of negligible um some of the people that aren't happy about this uh is going to be amazon and ups because this does not allow for any autonomous uh operation uh everything must be operated by a by a person and line of sight so amazon is not very happy but however part of the public comment is also should they allow for that um Again, in, in certain situations, maybe they can, because the technology is moving so fast that the drones uh, and UAS that we see now, uh, within a year or two, are gonna be so much different. This is gonna be uh, archaic in, in a very short time, uh, because there are, and I, I mentioned before on, on previous shows, uh, there's, there's technology to make them self-aware basically aware of their surroundings, uh, able to avoid obstacles, avoid people, uh, and, and do self-evasive maneuvers. Uh, that, that, would, that could allow for some autonomous uh, operation, but we'll see. Uh, Public comment is open until April 25th uh, of this year. So um, again, I, I'll put all the links up there on my Medium account. Uh, for you to go uh, read this, and uh, I definitely suggest that if you feel strongly about a commercial market, uh, make your comments known, make the thoughts known, and uh, you know, hopefully they'll, they'll take uh, maybe they'll take some in the heart if they get enough people thinking the same way. But anyway, it's uh, it's surprisingly good news, and uh, it it could still take like a year uh, or so before we actually see this implemented as a law. But the fact that uh, they've got the rules ready, laid out, uh, very good for them. I am I'm finally, uh, finally uh, have something nice to, to say about the FAA. Uh, it was a very disappointing for a while and discouraging the way they were being so heavy-handed. But uh, I'm really uh, impressed at what they've, uh, what they've come up with. This is a very good, uh, good starting point uh, for commercial use of, uh, of uh, UAS. So, um, yeah, that's, that's, that's the big news to talk about uh, in this episode. But uh, I do have some uh, more things to talk about. So I'm going to take a quick sponsor break. And uh, I'll see you in uh, just a minute. Today's show is sponsored by Wistia. Wistia is a video hosting and analytics platform that helps businesses get the most out of online video. We use Wistia here at fullytech.org. Flywheel a managed WordPress hosting platform built specifically for designers and creative agencies and helps thousands of designers across the world launch projects every day. AWeber is local to the Philly region, helping entrepreneurs, agencies, and small businesses connect with their customers through email marketing. Go to aweber.com phillytech to find out more. And by Soho Mail, professional, low-cost email with business class features and security. Okay, welcome back. Well, I uh, talked about in my last episode uh, that I was going to, to have a little bit of a discussion on what's known as uh, geo-fencing. Uh, geo-fencing uh, is uh, basically defined as, uh, well, look at it this way. A lot of the, uh, uh, especially like the, the DJI products, uh, use uh, GPS. Uh, so because they use GPS, they can, uh, they can actually be programmed with coordinates that will not allow it to fly in those locations. So geofencing is the uh, act of making a location uh, from the GPS coordinates that will not allow uh, the uh, drone to enter over that space. Um, There is a company out there that started called NoFlyZone.org. And what they uh, will do is they, for free, uh, you can register your property. Uh, You just put in your street address and they do the rest. They find out the GPS coordinates for it. And they say they have a number of uh, drone manufacturers on board. They haven't really said who they are, Um, but uh, what they will do is that they will send, uh, basically it's a list of coordinates of where you're not allowed to fly uh, your product. So you would get like firmware updates uh, to your product. And once you apply those updates, uh, if you say your neighbor has uh, registered their house uh, at noflyzone.org, your drone will not fly over it. It will just simply stop where it is in the air. Um, that's an interesting concept. And it's, it's somebody that's, you know, I give them credit for coming up with a, an idea to, to kind of combat what is, you know, a lot of people, especially those that are unfamiliar with the technology, have a lot of privacy concerns. They see drones as uh, spies, um, so this will allow them to uh, register their home for that. Whether it's actually going to work, I do not know because it is fairly easy to uh, fairly easy to, to uh, avoid. Uh, you just simply don't don't have any firmware updates on your on your craft. Um, will hobbyists you know it would stop hobbyist I'm not sure because they're not going to be probably updating firmware as much anyway commercial use yes because we will keep our stuff up to date and uh and and as the technology progresses uh it'll be a way to kind of like almost have automatic like no-fly zones like say for airports I believe DJI does this now if you were to go you know, and, and sit at the base of an airport and try to take off, take your phantom off. It'll just sit there. Um, they, as you remember, they, uh, tried doing this for all of Washington DC, but had to roll back the update due to, uh, technical problems, but it is certainly possible. So, uh, one of the, uh, this, this site is, uh, trying to, uh, kind of future-proof themselves. Uh, one of the things they will offer in the future is that, uh, once you register your property, you can have settings, and say as the technology advances let's say we do have delivery drones well you could go into your settings and you can say i'll allow amazon drones on my property i'll allow this on my property i'll allow the uh, fire companies search and rescue uh, over my property but i won't allow you know this drone that drone uh hobbyist drones uh things like that so it'll be interesting to see how that uh that that comes down the pike uh as as the technology advances and and see how popular this site ends up being so that's basically all i have for you um you know it was a lot to uh, bring in just with the uh the new faa rules so again, I encourage you to definitely take a look at that. Um, I will post, uh, what I'm doing now is I have a medium.com account where I can post occasional thoughts and ramblings and things of that nature. And what I've been using it for is I post the links of everything I talk about on here. So if you're interested in uh, about the FAA guidelines, uh, you can go to, here's the site on the screen here, uh, medium.com slash Drone Guy Tom, and you can find uh, direct links to everything I talk about in the, uh, in the podcast. And once I do uh, put my uh, public comments in place on, uh, you know, about to the FAA, uh, I will be posting those as well on the Medium uh, site uh, for you to kind of look at. And uh, so, so yeah, I hope you get to see that. And also, if you do like this show and you've seen this and other shows on the phillytech.org uh, netcast network, uh, we encourage you to become a, a financial supporter. Uh, you can go to uh, Patreon and uh, anything that you uh, feel appropriate to, uh, to contribute uh, would be great for helping to keep, uh, keep this network uh, up and running, pay the, uh, the server expenses and, and uh, distribution and so on and so forth. So uh, I definitely, uh, definitely appreciate that. Thank you. Um, and as always, if you want to get in touch with me, you've seen my uh, Twitter handle there at DroneGuyTom at the bottom of the screen the whole time. Or you can also send me email at DroneGuy at TebWeb.com. That's T-E-B-W-E-B.com. And I look forward to any of your comments and suggestions. And, uh, uh as I get them, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll uh, read them on the, uh, on, uh, the, the podcasts. So anyway, that's all I have for uh, this time, and I hope you enjoyed it, and I'll see you next time.